0: This is the Football Debate podcast. I'm Ben Spence, and I'm joined by my co-founder Liam White. Yeah. And this week's guest, Chelsea fan here's Google. Hi. All right. So we'll start off with the weekend's action, and more specifically, we'll start off with the FA Cup tie, the Manchester Derby, which of course has been shrouded in controversy ever since the final whistle. So, Liam, your thoughts on Ferdinand's comments? About Mario Balotelli at the final whistle. Was he disrespectful to the Manchester United fans, do you think? Well, he was, but Neville's done it a thousand times to Liverpool fans, and Ferdinand's just a bit hypocritical. He didn't need to say it. Do you think it could have been, in some way, just you know, an expression of emotion at the, at the fact that they've lost the chance now winning the treble, that that chance is now gone? It's It's more about the fact that it's Manchester City, because obviously local derby... Manchester City fans are loving it. The, sing- the only Mancunian on the pitch, Paul Skulls got sent off, obviously, for a ridiculous challenge. Yeah, yeah, typical Scores challenge. I yeah, because he was tired. There was uh, the thing, of, the thing, thing in the uh, dressing room afterwards with one of the Manchester United players, a backroom staff, kicking a hole in the wall. From, yeah, from what the United
1: have
0: said that they'll pay for all damage, but that uh, none of the players or managing staff were responsible. So that begs the question: exactly which member of the United team—it was that committed this crime. Well, well <laughs> Ferguson's not a stranger to—he's uh, no stranger to Ryan, is he? in um, the changing room. No, of course Wayne Rooney might have done it. We don't know who was there at the time.
2: No frustration,
0: yeah, frustration at not being allowed to play. It must be said, I didn't think that his outfit combo went very well—tracksuit top over the super side. <laughs> very interesting combination. Here's Mario Balotelli. Is he ever going to shrug off this bad boy
2: tag and actually become the player that he could be? If he was going to, he would have done it by now. He just needs—he needs. He's some... only twenty-one. He's very young. And in he... fact, I don't even think he's that. It's well, 22. maybe he's still got time, but he just needs someone to tell him that he's been an absolute nutcase. But whether he'll listen to someone or not, I don't know. I don't know enough about him, but he just—he just, he just he seems can... to attract. For me, yeah, I don't know. he hasn't expressed enough class yet in the Premier League anyway to mm. for me to be convinced that he's a good enough player. He's, like Liam said earlier, he's got more cards and goals than Manchester <laughs> City so far this season. That's a brilliant statistic. I'm not, I'm not convinced.
0: No, well, I mean, he seems to be very much going down the path that was set by Italy's last golden boy, Antonio Cassano, who, all the talent in the world, but just put <clears just throat> <a> it away <throat> on, you know, just being a bad, you know, just being a bad influence by just messing around, not taking it seriously. And, OK, I mean, granted, Cassano has, in the last two years, found a manager who has been able to get the best out of him. But, really, the bulk of his career has been wasted. I mean, yeah, it's, it seems to be a trait going on with Manchester City players. that they sign players who who just don't seem able to control themselves, who just mess around. I mean, we've all heard about the, the incident with the darts, right, Balotelli yeah. Presu- yeah. Uh, apparently being bored. I mean, to be honest, so if you're a professional footballer on... However, many thousands of pounds a week, you might be able to afford something to take your mind off of that wasn't a dart.
2: That's what money's doing now, isn't it? You've got Ashley Cole as well, he shot that guy with an air rifle. Yeah, it's sort what he's thinking. Just, I mean, do, the you think, do you think it. he's got a future at Man City, or do you think
0: they should cut, it, cut their losses? It depends, depends
2: what Mancini does. I think Mancini likes it. He Mancini, just, Mancini, into Mancini sport, clearly sport, thinks sport. that he can get the best out of him. But um, mm-hmm. whether Mancini will stay, is another...
0: Top I mean, Mancini or... might well be able to get the best out of Balotelli, but you know he's got a whole squad to try and get the best out of that he hasn't really managed. To. Certainly, there are clubs interested in Balotelli, AC Milan being the key one. And we've seen what they've done with Antonio Cassano. They've turned around his career for the good. Um, and Zlatan Ibrahimovic, as well, is back to his best whilst he's there. So you never know. But as far as Manchester City, it's difficult to see him having a future. Well, I don't know if Tevez will be there at the end of the season either. I think Tevez might, might be moving to Italy. There have been reports linking him there. So he might get some more first-team opportunities. Do you think that it's onwards and upwards from here for City? Or do you think this is just a flash in the pan? Is there more, significantly more required from the City management to turn them into genuine Premiership yes, yeah. contenders?
2: <laughs> we saw with Real Madrid before they got Mourinho. They had all those players, but they had no, they had no gel, they had no glue keeping them together. You need a class manager to... Everyone together. I don't know if Mancini's that good to be honest, but an FA, so at the end of the day, it is only an FA Cup final. Portsmouth made the FA Cup final last year, Stoke have made it. I mean, it's not, well, I mean, yeah, I it it's, years obviously, it's a yeah. big achievement, but for a club like Man City who are looking to be challenging for the title, FA Cup, it is still just, it won't FA be enough. You don't think it will be enough to save Mancini in the long run, an FA Cup final? No, well, depends if he stays over the summer, but at I mean, the end of the day, I could see him getting beaten by Stoke. Well, on, on, a, on, on
0: their day, Stoke City are capable of beating. NBA and it's going, to, it's going to be the yes, it's
2: going to be a massive occasion as well. You saw reports. Mm. Yeah, it was like you can I can see it happening. I mean, if Man City don't win again, mm. it's going to be pretty strange. Like in 1999, they're in the uh, League One playoff final against oh. uh, Ste- um, Tony Julius's Sh- junior side. On the subject Sorry. of that,
0: City's opponents in the FA Cup final, Stoke City. Hammered Bolton, Hammered Bolton, we'll which is nil. quite shocking. It is a shocker because Bolton have been playing some pretty good football since the came well. in. they've got some very good players at the club. But um, so they play a very raw brand of football, but it it really does seem to get results. I mean, still up there, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're still, yeah, great yeah, great they're, they're, still they're, they're doing well. One thing I would say is that the team they've just beaten to get to that semi-final, to get to this final place, Bolton Wanderers. For a long time, they were the same. Mm-hmm. They were that club in the premiership. They played the no-nonsense football. If Stoke don't improve and don't you know, move up in, in the league and average better results and move up towards Europe, do you think that they might run out of patience with Tony Pulis and the regime and the style of football that they're playing? Or do you think that they're just content to just keep on going?
2: Well, it's possible. Like you saw with Bolton. They had all those cracking results with Sam Allardyce when they were playing Stokes' kind of football. But it, was, it wasn't a quick transition. It was quite a slow transition. They had Gary Megson in charge. No one was with him. No one really liked him, did they? No. Right. And he, he didn't get the results for them. But then they brought in Owen Coyle, someone that had obviously done well that season with Burnley. And he, he knew what kind of football he wanted. So if Stoke want that, they're going to have that period of down when they get rid of Tony Peters. So I don't think Tony Pulis is capable of
0: bringing that different yeah. kind of football.
2: So fans, because he's getting the results. Yeah, I mean,
0: already. hats off to him. Well, baseball caps off to him. He's, he's he's done he's done pretty well for you know. Let's be honest; they were not a huge club at all, and even now you wouldn't consider them a club that has real presence in the Premier League. they you know we still don't, we, It's a surprise that they have got to the FA Cup final. So he's done pretty well with them to you know to take them to an FA Cup final and to keep them in the Premiership. Mm. So yeah, I mean. They they don't play a pretty brand of football at all, but I think you must you must appreciate and recognise that he has done a pretty good job. With that in mind, predictions for this FA Cup final. I don't know. Man City can be a bit hot and cold some days, and Stoke on their day so it can be anyone. So anything can happen. I'm going to do two 0 Stoke, two 0 Stoke, two nil Stoke. Risky. It's it's. I can see it happening. I can see it happening. What about you, Lynn? They've had to press you for a result. Oh, no. I think Man City would win an extra
2: time. I think Man City got too many individuals for the big day. Stoke, are all Stoke are going to be so together on this day. They're going to be all fighting for each other. And I just think Man city they all the different all the different individuals are going to be looking at the headlines, scoring the scoring the winning goals themselves. Stoke are just going to get a couple of ricocheted goals, like pinball in the box. I think it's going to be all Stoke. I would love to see Stoke win that, but. Personally, I'm going to have to go with Man
0: City. I just think, OK, it doesn't necessarily make a team, but they've spent a lot of money on some pretty big names who are able to change games You know, in the space of a few seconds. Tevez won't be playing, them. Tevez won't be saying, but they're playing. But they still do have the likes of David Silva. Edin Zeko is yet to fire, but we all know what he can do. They've got game-changing players, haven't they? They do, they do. So I think that'll be an interesting one to watch. All right, then, moving on. The weekend was not all about the FA Cup. The Premiership also had some very interesting results, particularly one at the Emirates, possibly one of the most controversial that I've seen in a very long time. Possibly one of the latest penalties. Possibly Emirates one of the latest penalties. And as a Liverpool fan, possibly the only time that I'm ever going to watch Liverpool equalise in the 102nd minute and not feel entirely happy about it because that one old draw at the Emirates does look as if it's handed the title to Manchester United, doesn't it? I've seen a couple of people... People say it's not Fergie time anymore, it's Kenny time. But um, yeah. he, cer- he certainly has, you know, he's, he's shaking it up a bit this title race, taking the three points off Chelsea, then United, and now he's taking points off Arsenal as well. So even though Liverpool nowhere near in this title race, they're still having an effect, and Kenny Daleklish's return has certainly shaken it up a bit. If Liverpool want to attract big names in the summer, they're going to need European football of some kind, even if it's only Europa League.
2: Well, something I heard about, I was in a taxi in Liverpool, like... The other the, uh, the other week, and the taxi driver was saying it sounds
0: like a gossip column bit already. I've just <laughs> been in a taxi in Liverpool, and I've just seen David Beer pulling
2: up outside <laughs> Everton Park. But yeah, well, yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was talking to this taxi driver. He's obviously he's giving me a bit of stick because I told him I was a Chelsea fan. He told me that El Nino was an anagram for one nil, and this was just after Liverpool <laughs> played Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> but um, he said that the difference with Kenny Dalglish was that it just brought a bit of fun to the training ground. He said that he saw Kenny Dalglish chasing Danny Pacheco around the training ground. <laughs> it obviously just, it instills that bit of life in the club, a bit of energy. Like they all enjoy playing again. Yeah. Well, we did. We, I did see when watching the Liverpool Arsenal game, um, the young
0: the young lad Jack Robinson coming on. Yeah. He was just, you know, joking about with him on the touchline. And, you know, he's about to come on at the Emirates in front of 60,000 baying Arsenal fans to come up against Theo Walker. But that's that's going to be out of a lot of pressure. Yeah, there. so, you know, he's just joking around with him. And then the same with John Flanagan, when Carragher went off, he just called him over, just had a bit of a chat with him, had a he bit of a laugh there, with him. Yeah, yeah he, he, he knows these kids. He's worked with them at the academy. So, you know, he knows what they're about. And I think he knows how to motivate players much better, than certainly much better than Roy Hodgson did. Who, well, no, I wouldn't... Well, I, I would d- say his entire that. time... Roy, Hodgson, Roy Hodgson
2: clearly motivated his Fulham players. It was just a different... different uh, challenge the, 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 ful- the Fulham thing was
0: slightly different. I mean... It was, but I mean, the thing is, when he was at Liverpool, I never once saw Roy Hodgson look animated or, you know, happy. Even. And I don't, like I don't, I don't think he was necessarily because was he was nervous. so much pressure. I think he came into it with a very negative mindset. He had a look at what was going on at the club. You know, he, he must have known that Torres wasn't happy, that Reina was expressing doubts about the club, that Mascherano already wanted I think, out. I don't
2: think Reina did. Didn't Reina sign a five-year deal?
0: Reina signed a five-year deal before Hodgson came in. Club, but right. Reyna has been expressing doubts about the future of the club for some time um, I thought Reina sounded quite committed Or Reyna is very committed he's not like no, Fena- thought, he's not like well, certain Spanish yeah. players he, he, he will give 110% for the club but I think there's no doubt about it that if you know a Barcelona or a Real Madrid came in for Jose Reyna he would certainly I think take perhaps well, not Real Madrid, Real Madrid, yeah, Real Madrid. But, um, you know, but you know if a, if a club came in for Jose Reyna and they gave a, a big enough offer I, th- I don't think he'd have, he'd have any qualms with leaving I think yeah, he's he's been a good servant to Liverpool whilst he's been there, better than most. So, in many ways, I don't think Liverpool fans would envy or begrudge him leaving, like they did with Fernando Torres, for example, who very much didn't seem to give his all in that last half of the season. We've gone off-topic. What we should be talking about, of course, is Arsenal. Arsenal for so long, and we were all so hopeful that they were going to make this, especially after well, you weren't, obviously, and neither were you, Liam (laughs) I was very hopeful that they would make this an incredibly interesting title race, certainly as a neutral it would have been good to see, but once again Arsenal have just faded right when the going gets tough, yeah they've bottled it, Uh, I mean I think if there was one place you could pinpoint it out the Carling Cup final was a shock no one expected that but it does seem to have been ever since then. They've had a they've had a run of, and it is really eight pretty bad results that they've had since then. I think it's four defeats and four, now four draws that they've had, and they lost. There's no other word for it. They lost horrendously to Barcelona in the new Camp. They were completely outplayed, and they've had some pretty dire draws as well with teams like Birmingham, and they were not very good against Liverpool. They lost I mean, three home
2: games. They've drawn 0 nil in two of them and drawn 1-1 with Arsenal. And That's just Liverpool. not the kind of form you want in yeah. running. The, the it's... difference between Manu and Arsenal is the manager. Ferguson, mm, mm. the experienced manager, clearly knows what he's doing in He's running. He's had that touchline ban, and during that touchline ban, Manu have been getting the results. Mm. There's, there's not an awful lot between them. Obviously,
0: no. United have in Wayne really a player who is a different class, almost to anything The Arsenal have. I mean, I'd I'd even include the likes of Habergast and Van Persie in this. Rooney is on a different level. And he's a different style of player. But the fact of the matter is they're not very different squads at all. You know, they've both got very talented, creative players. Well, of course, you would disagree being a Chelsea fan. But, um, you know, they're very, very similar squads. But it is very noticeable, the fact that it's these two managers It's come down to the one. Ferguson, very experienced of of these sorts of run-ins has been able to galvanise his place at at the right end of the season. And they've been churning out the results, grinding out the results. The Man City result aside, and perhaps the Liverpool game as well, they've been getting the results. Whereas Arsenal have just faded. Once again, they've faded. And it's the same problems. Same problems as we've always seen with Arsenal. I mean, would you agree with that? I think the key is Ferguson, Ferguson knows how to rotate his team brought in a lot of players. Giggs played both the Champions League games in, in the centre of midfield with Effect, Carrick. effectively won them and then he was yeah. a player in the Premier League. And then he, well, that's what Ferguson can do. The and, and, yeah. and the other difference is United have the experience. They've got... Giggs has won the title 11 times. He knows how to win it. I don't think there's anyone on the Arsenal team that's won oh, any a Premier a try- League title. No, no, no. Won trophy for Arsenal. Has. Or, Maybe if
2: or Jens has. Lehmann has,
0: technically. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big, you know, big bad Jens Lehmann has won once upon a time a title with Arsenal but
2: no experience is there
0: no there's not um, th- there's no doubt though that there is real talent with the Arsenal team but I do, do think it comes down to that United have that experience have the balance yeah uh, yeah they have the balance you look at the Arsenal team
2: Man, you, can, Man, you can score a scrappy goal Arsenal, Arsenal they, goal. Yeah. they just don't shoot they've got players that can shoot from distance well, apparently they just Nicholas Benham does but most of the time they end up going for a goal
0: kick but these yeah. um, is a different class <laughs> watching at the weekend and the gap between their centre-backs yeah, was horrendous. Yeah. Defensive, yeah, Suarez sure. got so many opportunities just from standing between their two centre-backs. I'm not sure who's more disappointed actually. I mean, Ebue for pushing over <laughs> Lucas or Suarez for missing a hat-trick of chances, you know, which were pretty easy chances. Um, because
2: Arsenal, it's the same problem again. They don't have a leader at the back, do they? No. They don't have any leaders on the pitch. Mm. Their leader's Fabregas, who's fair, fair enough. He's, he would be their best leader, but if he if Fabregas can't play, they've got Van Persie and Sammy and Nas. Look at the other big teams. You've got Manu. You've got Giggs. Well, you've got. Manu, you've got Midwich, you can almost put out eleven leaders exactly. Matches, yeah. And Chelsea as well. You've got Lampard, Terry, all, all organized Liverpool as well. You've still got. You still got Gerrard,
0: Reina, count They're still going. Yeah, still even at Spurs. New. You know, although he doesn't play very much, you've got Ledley King and you've got Jonathan Woodgate, but you've got Matt Dawson. Dawson. He's a, he's a big man on the pitch for them. Yes, so. It's you know it is really noticeable, isn't it? That oh. Arsenal they don't have a Kieran anymore. They don't have a Vieira, even an reed They don't have that. Tony thing. Tony Adams completely. In, different yeah, wow, well, indeed. They? But I mean, that I mean that 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 decision. I mean, I don't know if you could call it a decision. Every way to challenge Lucas like that in that area of the pitch in you knowing. know the last <laughs> second, knowing that you've just stolen victory from the jaws of defeat. A draw. A draw. Well, <laughs> it's as good as a defeat. I
1: mean, well, they, they ended would... up being
0: a draw and it's as good as a defeat. I mean, that is just... It sums up Arsenal's season. really. They've just bottled it right at the end, right when it... And perhaps not even just this season. A couple of seasons now it's been happening. They just mm. don't have that that mental strength, that leadership, that endurance to just it's go the extra mile. final bit, isn't it? Mm. I mean, its it's noticeable. Barcelona play exactly the same style of football as Arsenal. They play it better, but it's... A very similar style of football, but Barcelona—they have the leaders on the pitch. They have Xabi, they have Iniesta, they have Puyol, they have Piquet. Just you know, a quick roundup of the rest of the Premier League. Blackpool started very well. What's happened there? I mean, they've done a whole. Yeah, they've oh. done a whole city haven't they? I still, I, mean, I still think they'll stay up. I quite like them got to, Well, to. actually, I say I quite like to stay up. I want Charlie Adam to join Liverpool. So, um, <laughs> there. But um, did anyone see that uh, Talk Sport video? but they asked ask Ian Holloway if he'd knocked one off before the match. No, no. Oh, no. you to come watch Oh, well, we advise you listeners to go and watch that. It's clearly right up there with a Chris Kamara video. We'll, we'll post it in the show notes. We will. Um, but that's, you know, that's, it's a big worry, really, and especially against Wigan Athletic like last week to, to lose like that against Wigan, who are now out of the
2: relegation zone. It's a big, big game. And at the home, them. if they do go down, what I would like is for Murta Martinez to stay in charge because I think he he's got it, doesn't he's got the potential to be a good manager. Yeah. He just needs a the chance. Bro. They have, they and have also, good I think, I think Wigan might be the right club. I think Dave really yeah. has got his head screwed
0: on. I th- yeah, he's, he's a good. He's, team. he's pretty sound. He's, he's pretty sound. He's done all right, and they have some good players at the club. The likes of Ronnie Yeager and Zogbia. And Zogbia will leave. I he will. He, leave. It's really a shame. He probably team. will leave, but he'll get money for them, won't he? Elsewhere. Birmingham beating Sunderland. Sunderland's season has nosedived. Right. Darren <laughs> Quite, Bent going as soon as soon as they started as talking about Europe. Yeah, it's been gone. It's, gone. it's interesting because you know Liverpool were talking about Europe at the start of the season and that went horrendously badly. Now Dalglish is she saying let's not focus on Europe and they're putting together a good run of results. Mm. But you know Birmingham, they they're not ending the season incredibly strongly, but it's been another good season for them. They've, well, they, I mean, they would probably the have been, cup, yeah, they have been probably expecting to finish slightly higher, but
2: yeah, you know, a cut, a cut. Yeah, they'll be in Europe next season, and they're pretty they're, much they level on points with Stoke City. I yeah, I, find, I mean, everyone's been raving about them. Yeah, I they mean, can't be doing too badly. Yeah,
0: City. it's you know they, they've done all right. It's another good result for them and another good season for them. This Elsewhere, disappointing, though, disappointing result for West Ham. Yeah, the
2: Claret and Blue clash, and clash there. My word,
0: what. Especially, they'd, they'd really begun to turn it around, and now just a, a run of results have thrown them right back down the table, and it's just not looking good for them, is it? No. I mean, we, a lot of people really did think that Grant had got the... You know, Hitzelsberger had come back. He's brought in an experienced striker in Robbie Keane. It looked as if he might be able to pull it off. God, and no, I still like, I still hope he does, because I think I like he's been... It. I think he's he's had a he's every, had a park, hasn't he? Yeah, it every, every, I think, seems and to me that work rate. Yeah. My word, he, they deserve to stay up just just because of him. He's been outstanding. Well, PFA player of the
1: year
0: this, he? Certainly I think he deserves it more than Gareth Bayer. But um it's it's not, not it's not looking good for West Ham, is it, at all? You would expect him to go down from, from here, unless something drastic changes. No, I don't
2: think well it's anything. Not, no, happen, nothing's only
0: nothing's over swap. yet. Nothing's over yet. Five or six games nothing, less. Nothing's over yet, but it's just the manner of the results. I mean, it's, up against United, the the United game must Have been absolutely killing for them, yeah. Mm. And now to lose in in a similar manner with a goal right at the end against you know, because that point would have been it wouldn't have lifted them out of the relegation zone, but it would have been precious for them, yeah. Well, it's just you know, it's there is a six point separating bottom to 12th, so really anything can still happen. Exactly. That's true, that's true, it's going to be very close. Then. That's true, but um, I, I suppose in that sense, it also gives hope to the team rooted to the bottom at the moment, which are Wolves. Didn't I you know, haven't had a bad season. You know, we haven't been looking at the movies away. Liverpool beat Chelsea. They've Man got to some be very Man. Yeah, yeah, they did um, they've got some very good players. Whether or not they'll stay is another thing entirely. I mean Ryan Jarvis has been linked with moves away. But yeah, it does it offers hope to all those clubs to a certain extent. The only one I would be worried about though is West Ham because of the nature of their defeats. Ne-
2: next two matches as well. They've got Chelsea, away, at Stamford Bridge, Is this West, West Ham. West Town. And Before- they've also got Man <laughs> City away. At Eastern. Oh, oh, but Man City aren't that good, though. I mean, Liverpool are terrible to put a three-past yeah. <laughs> West Ham's a team of one, they? Blackburn, <laughs> with the match after that at home, which has think will to be a must-win.
0: That's win. a must-win, really. I mean, Black- Blackburn and another club who've had a pretty nothing season. No no offence to Blackburn fans, but I think we'd all agree nothing special coming out of Blackburn this season. Yeah. It's steady, been another it? season at this point. Next season, I think we will see something interesting happening about them. They've clearly got a bit of money to spend, but you know whether or not they're able to make up, a, you know, step up in class remains to be seen. Really, doesn't it? And then finally, I'd just like to say a word about Tottenham Hotspur do we think they can overtake Man City for that fourth place? I really hope so. Yeah. A lot of people do seem to hope so They've made anyone. Europe
2: exciting, haven't
0: they? I don't yeah. just hope they do it again. And that'll be another year that Man City don't get, you know, don't get aren't, Champions aren't there. League yeah. places, which are always key. Well, Man, yeah. Man, which will attract better Man, players. Man, Man well. City
2: got knocked out to Braga in the Europa League. Clearly not. Well, so, really so did Liverpool, know, Liverpool. So Liverpool. I mean, Braga... No, it not, not, sorry, it wasn't Braga. Yeah, was it was Dean McHugh. Yeah, who got knocked out by Braga. And I watched, I watched the match, and it was absolutely shocking for Diana. Hey, hey it, it was, who, was, who was playing for Dynamo? Kiev
0: Yeah, Andrei Shevchenko. That was, it would have been £50 million well spent. Yeah, <laughs> <been>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of neutrals would much rather that Spurs get to that final Champions League spot. Because, actually, as much as anything, their bank balance isn't incredible, and there have been suggestions that if they don't reach the Champions League, they might have to sell one of their big names, whether it's Modric or Bale. I mean, personally, I would have thought it would be Bale. He's much more, worth a lot more. And frankly, I don't it's think he's so as good as Luka Modric. But, you know, it would be a shame to break up that squad. We will be going on to you now, Piers, because Arsenal are not the only team who have really bottled it this season, are they? And this is probably going to be very painful for you to discuss. But at one stage, we were saying, granted, it was before Christmas, so perhaps a bit premature. We were saying you might as well give Chelsea the title now because we couldn't see any other team
2: winning it. Well, I swear it happens every season. Chelsea get off to a flying start. We, we, clean, we clean ahead at the top of the table and everyone says, oh, chelsea won the league already. It's because they know that if they say that, Chelsea will start going downhill. they get too confident. It's happened every season, albeit this season was absolutely astonishing. Like, it's I mean, the thing before. is, you're six, six
0: and seven past teams. The first, first two games so,
2: of the season, we won 6-0. Mm. and we've carried on our form from last season I do think although people are sceptical about it I think it was the, the sacking of Ray Wilkins that did it I, mean, I think yeah they say, they say he wasn't they say he wasn't uh, appointed for his coaching on the training ground they they said that it was just a um, just an appointment from John Terry for a bit of local knowledge for um to come in because of course Ray Wilkins is fluent in Italian having mm. played there and so they got rid of him when Antoliotis obviously got better Better at English, English, but certainly... At half-time. It, you know, was, it half-time. was about that time, wasn't it, when Wilkins was sacked? I mean,
0: they lost Steve Clark at the start of the season, and people were saying, in the long run, that might be a bit of an issue because he was a very highly respected member of the staff. I think it and he didn't seem to have, it didn't seem to have you know the same effect. But, you know, he's, he's gone to Liverpool now, and that remains to be seen what will happen there. It's early days there. But, you know, to lose first Steve Clark and then to lose Ray Wilkins, mm-hmm. the question has to be asked. Will Ancelotti stay at
2: Chelsea and be there in charge next season? We've seen in the past, haven't we, that managers don't get a lot of time at Chelsea and with Branovic. I do hope that he stays because he's won the league with us. I mean, all, we've had a poor season this season, but I don't think there's anyone better to come in to turn it around. I mean, the players respect him as a manager and he seems pretty down to earth. He hasn't got carried away. He's, his press conferences are, are sound. Like, he doesn't... He, he he acts like he knows what he's doing. I mean, I don't know if he's just fronting that or what, but it seems like he knows what he's doing. He started turning results around now.
0: Do you think that actually it's the players who need to take responsibility for this? Because let's be honest, not so much Torres, although he has been very noticeable since he's come. You know, he's been conspicuous in the fact that he's been so poor since he's come to Chelsea. But big, you know, big players: Drogba, Malouda, uh, Check, Terry. They haven't all. You
2: know, the, granted. You know they've had off days and they've had good think, days, but Chex, they haven't all. Czech has had a good season. Czech has had a good season. Lampard has struggled. It's been he was injured from August to January. Yeah, and he's how he much? Been how much of Lampard
0: struggling of is the formation that Chelsea play then?
2: Yeah, well, that's yeah. The his hands, the best formation for Chelsea is four three three with Lampard. Yeah, just behind him right, right mm-hmm. in late. left. Mm-hmm. Um, still, I think just, Lampard's got yeah. to be a good enough player to play in a different. Be, yeah, I mean, all the players around. that yeah, should be I mean, yeah.
0: To... he's a professional he's a footballer. I mean, this is what he does for a living. I mean, mm-hmm. if a slight change of position is enough to dramatically alter it the way you know his form, I think questions have got to be asked there about not just the coaching techniques, possibly about the player himself, but certainly I don't think Lampard is at fault here for Chelsea's bad season because I think the players as a collective have got to hold their hands up and say we have not been as good as we should be. Mm-hmm. I think they took a
2: hit character-wise from um, Ray still there. What about
0: hey, you, Liam? What do you think? I think the Chelsea players said it, Ferguson said it a couple of times, they're getting on a bit. Droppers 33,
1: Lampard's wow, wow. 31, yeah, 32. You say, you say the
0: Chelsea players are getting on a bit. United's players are nice no spring chickens all of them and yet they're still playing very well this season. The likes of Giggs, especially Giggs, in fact. Ferdinand, OK, he's been injured. Vidic, not so good, but Scholes, he's still been playing pretty well. Vandasar's still been doing pretty well. Patrice Evra, still going. There's a lot more balance in the main United squad, though. Hernandez has come in, he's 21. Nani's 24. Valencia's 26, I think. Yeah. And it's just in the key positions. They have yeah. Rooney's, or Rooney's 24, I think, as well. Do you think it, it yeah. is that United have just got that balance right? Yeah. And Chelsea just don't. Chelsea well, have just tipped Chelsea over Chelsea won bars.
2: the league last year... It's only a year old, then, yeah. year old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one addition is Ramirez, who started started quite poorly, but I think he's played well recently. He's, he's, yeah, he's been one the, of the few that's actually he's the best James player is. in the
0: semi final of the Champions yeah. League. Yeah, Chelsea's sure, best player. He, yeah, he, he but, played uh, the least of it. But I mean, it it is quite noticeable, isn't it, that Chelsea's squad it's not getting any younger. They're not buying in lots
2: of young players apart from Ramirez. I mean, Torres is on well, the side. still age. got Sturridge to come back. Sturridge yeah. is, yeah. You know, well, well, but how as you bring very... him in with Drogba, Drogba Torres, Torres Nelka, Maluda. We've also got players like Verini. Verini, Mkeppu, coming, coming through as well. Yeah.
0: But um, We've got Kikuta. The thing is though, too. with these young Chelsea players, it's almost as if they're too young. They
2: can't right get of it. I mean,
0: if you look at the Arsenal team, they've been bringing them through for a long time now and from a young age, and you know nothing's happened. They haven't won any trophies. United and Liverpool, on the other, hand. Liverpool just this season, but United for a long time. Keep you know a very organised and experienced squad, and bring the players through slowly at a pace that suits the players' development. Like the De Silva twins, um, Gib- uh, Kira- is that Darren, Darren, Gibson. Darren Gibson. Sorry, he's been you know he's been handled with you know very carefully and gradually brought in, and you know it remains to be seen with all of them these young players, will they make the grade? But Johnny Evans is another one who's gradually got better. But Darren Fletcher, I think, is perhaps the biggest example of this. Yeah, a few definitely. seasons ago, he was being lambasted by United fans. This, you know, But recently,
2: certainly one of their best performances, more consistent
0: performance, Especially last
2: season. Yeah. A good example of Chelsea's problems is with the youth. They bring through good youth players, but the amount of money they've spent, they've spent money in their whole squad pretty much, except Lampard and Terry. Mm. And... The fact is, when you try and get the youth players to come in, like a player like Scott Sinclair, mm. we, had, we kept sending him out on loan. He wasn't getting any experience in the premiership. And in the end, he's gone to Swansea, and he looks like he's taken him up this season. Mm.
0: So, we'll now move on to discussing possibly the most competitive league in the world at the moment, which is, of course, the Championship. There have been some fantastic results in the Championship, isn't and some real shocks and surprises along the way. Up to the point that we know who's going to win the league. You know, pretty certain that we know he's going to win the league. They've, been, up, they've been out in front the whole They game. have, but it's still much more exciting than watching the Premier League because there are still those every, two spots every team be every to team. go up, two spots for teams to go up, four champ, you know, four playoff places. Any one of those teams in the playoff places could still get second place, and there are right. any number of teams that could still get in the playoff places. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a really exciting league to watch, isn't it? Even if the football isn't always as good as it is at the high level. It's
2: just much more entertaining to, you know, to follow. Four, I mean. four games left and you'd think a team is capable of winning four games. Mm. When you look at the fixtures they've got, you think, alright, oh, yeah, OK, Norwich have got Ipswich and Derby in the next few games. Surely they can win both of them, but it's not that simple. It just yeah. never happens. But, I mean, if we look at the
0: combinations of teams we could have, next year, GPR are up. Unless, you know, some sort of match-fixing scandal or something horrendous comes, comes along.
1: Well, or well, they get those points deducted. Or they get those
0: points <laughs> deducted, which would be a little unfortunate. Very funny. Especially <laughs> for Neil Warren. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But, um, but uh, you know, we know Q- QPR are going to go up. But the combinations of teams that could go up. I mean, both big Welsh teams, Cardiff and Swansea, could still go up. Both East Anglian teams, Ipswich and Norwich, could still go up.
2: And then we've still got two former giants of the game, Leeds United and Nottingham Forest, could both still go exactly. up. Exactly. What is exciting to I mean, get. You get the old school teams of Forest, Leeds, and Norwich who could all go up. Which brings back history. You get QPR that could go up with all that money. Mm. And with Neil Warnock who's always entertaining in yeah. the press match interviews. Then you have got Brendan Rodgers at Swansea, a great young manager. Who's, who knows his stuff. Yeah, Trains well is. at Chelsea with the reserves. He'll he'll be so interesting. Then you have got Cardiff City, who've been, been there or thereabouts so every season, got the best season. Never quite. Their strike force to. is ridiculous. Dave, Dave, yeah, exactly. well. Dave, Craig Bellamy's a Damien. He needs it, doesn't he? He does. And but you got Reading. But,
0: I mean, Barry the thing Bryant is, if you yeah, I mean. if you look below those play, the teams that are in the playoff positions, you got Leeds in sixth and Nottingham Forest in seventh. You look below them, you've got Hull City, Leicester City, Burnley, Millwall. Millwall that's an. Inc- I mean, what a story that would be if Millwall got to the top flight. I mean, it would be an absolute nightmare for the Metropolitan Police. <laughs> but nonetheless, it would be a fantastic story if they got up there. It's just shame would be West Ham going down there. That would be a real shame, <laughs> wouldn't it? Is it? My word, what? How incredible would that be if West Ham stay up this season and Millwall will get promoted? Unfortunately, you know, it would then mean we wouldn't get one of the fantastic combinations of both Welsh teams being in the top right or both East Anglian giants being in the top right. I use the word giants, you know, with with liberty, but it is just, it is just so exciting just just to watch this run in the way that the Premiership just isn't. I mean, I quite like your predictions. Which teams do you, Liam? We start with you. Which team do you, Which two teams do you think will go up? I think I think Norwich will hold on or get back in a second because Cardiff's next two games they got QPR. Which if QPR win, I think they win the league outright yeah, or do. at least they automatically do. or at least automatic well, promotion outright. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they'll drop points there, and I think Preston away is a very difficult game because mm. Bill Brown's come and changed things around at Preston. And I think Norwich will win at least three out of the last four matches Yeah, with the sport they have at Carrow Roads, um, Especially with one of them being the Derby. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, the, the that's the one I think be they'll the drop that, points on, I think. But the thing is, if, they, similar get similar the points, if they get yeah. the points in that, you yeah, can yeah, really lose yeah,
2: last three games.
0: Although that would then mean Ipswich probably wouldn't go up. So the, I'd the, quite like to see win it. The match against
2: Derby County as well the next Monday it's is going to well, be a massive match, especially Monday. at half-time. I'm doing the crossbar
0: challenge. So <laughs> keep an eye out for that. <laughs> it, it, I mean, that. So you think Norwich and QPR and then Reading, I think, will get. Yes, Reading. We haven't mentioned them. They've, they've won, I think, form. seven or eight of their last game. They're on a winning streak, and they've just been in fantastic form Don't for last. Well, though, They're yeah. another of those yo-yo Yo clubs, coming. though, aren't they? Reading. Mm. They've been up and well, down a few times re- in, in recent that. seasons. Not you know in the same way that you know a West Brom they, 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 they did stay up right for the season they did they, they had did, one season they, stay they up did. They, the thing is they have the experience of being in the top right so yeah. you can certainly see them holding their own there what about you Piers
2: I don't want to jinx Norwich going up because I would like them to go up I can't see Leeds going up I think, that'd be brilliant though, I think <laughs> it's going to be between Chelsea Norwich and Cardiff for the second place although it's Reading Swansea are be first behind because Reading have got to drop points so sooner yeah. or later uh, I think Swansea. That, we've been saying that about
0: Manchester United quite a lot for this season. They just didn't seem capable. Well, of they year. do, and then Arsenal drop them as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, but I think I think Norwich Norwich can, can with do. Paul Lambert. I think he can lead them in a good for a good run in the last mm-hmm. few games. I think Norwich can go up Cardiff. They've been there so many times, haven't they? I just think they it's just they're going to happen again. They'll just fall away again. Even with Craig Bellamy at the club, even, even with a player of his, part, even so. with Craig Bellamy's charisma. And, <laughs> Even with the charisma. <laughs> I just can't see it happening. Um, yeah. So I don't think Reading? I don't think anyone's gonna break into the playoffs. I think Leeds are gonna hold out um, against Nottingham Forest. Yeah. I think it would be interesting to see a Swansea Reading playoff final. I don't
0: know. <laughs> no, Swansea Cardiff.
2: Yeah play play that, that, would be, that would be interesting. <laughs> um,
0: There's just so many possibilities this season with yeah. with the championship. I mean, so I, put, I must important. say, personally, I think this season is a season too early for, and I'm going to list a number of them here, Nottingham Forest, Leeds and Norwich. I just think they could all do with another season in the Champions I just year. think for Norwich, if they don't go up this season,
2: they won't get anywhere near as close next season. Do you think so?
0: And that's all about it. Do you think momentum. it's momentum? Yeah. I mean, I suppose also, they've already turned down one approach from Burnley yeah. for Paul Lambert. Yeah, if but, a big club in the Premiership sees what he's done,
2: yeah, you know, not a big club, but a club Lab, in the Premiership. Paul didn't turn him down did he straight away?
0: No. He no, waited no. to see how much money no, he was no, going to no. get So I, mean, so, yeah, yeah. I think he, it, it's going to be difficult for Norwich. For Leeds and Nottingham Forest, the thing is, they are big clubs, like no other clubs in the Championship. They have mm. got the history, they've got the pedigree, and they do, that's not, there's no doubt about it, they deserve, no, not deserve, they belong in the top yeah. flight or thereabouts. Going up every season, it's. But I do not think sports. it's just they've a season too have long absences, haven't they? It's been well, not so much. Well, Leeds, Leeds, have Leeds have gone down, Leeds down, down right. league one, it's, it's it's and league. Leeds have gone down in that But it's it's been a very long time. But I do think it's just you know it's just one bridge too far for both of them this season. I mean, Leeds lost Jermaine Beckford, so I think that was a bit of a killer to go be on because he's not quite Premiership class. They're top player there. But he would have been doing well at Everton recently. He yeah, hasn't recently, but he would have really, really made the difference, I think, in the Championship. Mm. In you know the way, the, in the way that players like Snodgrass and Becky have done well, but he's slightly—he's I mean, a goal poacher. He would have put, to just put the ball in the back of that and That's what you need. I don't
2: think Snodgrass has got any good for you to
0: be in the to, yeah. no? Well, I suppose well, people said that about Charlie Adam. And no, what's no. happened there? Nottingham Forest again. Nobody, nobody really stands out. I mean. Lewis McGugan is—he's
2: one for the future. But he was kept kept
0: quiet at Norwich. Yeah. I mean, well, McGugan, I think in some ways is a bit like Andrew Sermon at Norwich—a young player, or still young enough to progress and get better, and perhaps not quite ready for the top flight. Well, if Sermon Sermon didn't get in for Wolves, did he? No, I mean, I mean, yeah, he was part—he was a part of that Wolves team that went up, but not quite good enough. Yeah. yeah, to make that step. He's only twenty-one, though. So, so yeah, well, Magougan as well is young, and so you know, it's. I think for those three clubs, I'd like to see Norwich go up. In fact, I'd like to see Leeds, Nottingham, Ipswich—any of those teams go up. It would just be really interesting to watch. But I think for those three specifically, I think it's come a bit too soon. I personally think it'll be Cardiff and Reading that join QPR and going up. I mean, if, if Swansea went up instead of Reading, that would be fantastic. To join to join Cardiff, that would be excellent, but. I think it'll be hard for Redding to go up with QPR. Right. Moving on now to, let's say, the dominant theme of Monday night, because it really gripped our imaginations, really, really got us off, off our seats. The PFA Player of the Year awards With lots and lots and lots of outstanding big names nominated for it. <laughs> Gareth Bale, the eventual winner. What do you think? I don't, I don't have a problem
2: with him. I think you... He... You don't have a problem with him. I know no. someone that does. The, out of the list that there was, I don't think there was anyone that was outstanding. There's no one has been consistently good this season. <laughs> you look at Van der Vaart; he's obviously been a revelation at Spurs, but he hasn't been consistently performing well. You get off Midichu; of obviously, he's commanding at the back, but he hasn't. He's, he's not been the same. He's not, been the he's, the same. Been he's not the same. I was,
0: I, was, I was surprised I think. that he was nominated because I, yeah, yeah. I think there are players in that United team Narni, who have especially. done better. Nani is definitely one. Um, there's another one I'm thinking Giggs. of, which is Ryan Giggs, exactly. But, um, you know, its I, I was a bit surprised to see that it was there. But personally, I wouldn't have gone for Gareth Bale because I, I'm certain Spurs fans will think I'm being very unfair. The two standout performances he's had, and there have only really been two standout performances, were against Inter Milan. Yeah. Not even in the Premiership, in the Champions League. Yeah, but other we, than that, he's been a good player, no what, doubt what about the, it. What other players
2: in the PFA... Uh, thing in the nominations have had outstanding. Well, personally, personally I would have. Parker I would have chosen well, what matches. Scott
0: Parker's had several games where he's single-handedly brought them back into. That's only because the I'm United to in the first half fans. against United. Okay, granted, it was only the first forty-five minutes. He was very good against United. I mean, it was unfortunate they lost in the way they did. Well, I'm a sure. massive fan of Scott Parker.
2: I don't think he's Player of the Year. i sorry. I
0: personally I think, I think Charlie Adams. Adam, I mean, I think Charlie Adams unfortunate because Blackpool off. just haven't kept it going because let's be but let's be honest the first half of the season he was carrying that team
1: yeah.
0: he was carrying that team and I think it's unfortunate that it's it's dropped away for Blackpool but I do think Charlie Adams had a very good season and he would have
2: of, of the players well, of the players he's that proud, were nominated It's
0: not player of the year though is it? of the players that were nominated I would, well that's exactly the thing he's not player of the year but I don't think that they necessarily nominated all the right players I would personally have had Ryan Giggs up there and I would have given it to him had he been nominated, because I think he's been acting in the season one, gigs. Right. We'll just quickly look ahead to the upcoming football this week. By the time you get this podcast, Manchester United will probably have already played Newcastle United. But um, we can look ahead to the North London derby, which, I mean, we say it's a must win. If United beat Newcastle, who cares, frankly? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's all for pride, isn't it? It's It's important for Spurs. Holding off Liverpool for fifth place and perhaps catching City for fourth. And Arsenal will be mentally drained as well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'd love to say it was a key game, but the simple fact of the matter is that. Well, it's for Tottenham. Uh, it's for it the Tottenham. They need to get the Champions League. It lead. is. It is. But um, certainly, as far as Arsenal are concerned, they need to win this game. Not just you know, it's just for pride, isn't it? If if United do lose to Newcastle, then. You can see us a, a glimmer of a glimmer of hope. Then we've got some lighter news, which is, comes to us from Italy Serie C one. A match in C one between Pavia and Gubbio was suspended on Sunday for 15 whole minutes after a swarm of bees invaded the pitch.
2: Bees! But the fans be really gutted about that. They were absolutely buzzing beforehand.
0: Brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. Well, that's all from us. We've been the Football Debate podcast team. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at football underscore debate, or you can visit us at our website, obviously www.thefootballdebate, all one word, dot co dot uk. Thank you very much for listening, and goodbye.
1: i change to another route My techniques, strategies, abilities I leave force to mic Hanging like spring leaves Do a try so fast Beyond the human eye Lyrical tactics Vocal gymnastics Ease and pep up You get swept up Smacked up, backed up Your crews are packed up Check it slow, pick Choose quick, you can't stick My metaphor range To strangers' angles You get tangled the side fences. Channels repeat Complete, can't compete Check the hour, texture, Mind adventure Exploit the point Enter tracks To devour My intellect. I'm out there i lifting Shifting Persistent Intelligent Kingpin different Astrology As I roll with